Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A Dear Media original podcast. What's up and welcome to Wine Face, where we're breaking down everything the experts know about wine in a fun, digestible, and accessible way because wine is for enjoying and wine is for everyone. I seriously mean that. I'm your host, Helen Johannesson from Helen's Wines in beautiful Los Angeles, California, and Honestly, I'm literally so excited for my guest today. I feel like when friendship intertwines with inspiration and it's someone who I don't even know that well, but I just feel kindred spirits with, it's sort of like the ultimate guest. Plus, I feel like she knows everyone. She's the most stylish. I think she might be the coolest person I know. (laughs) She's effortlessly chic. She has that thing going on like so well, and it's so incredible. I think she is the it girl of LA. I'm just laying that out there. And she's also insanely smart. She's brilliant. She's a creative director for so many things that you campaigns, ideas, brands that experiences, maybe you've been in them. You wouldn't even know that her stealth hand had so much to do with it. I'm so excited. Juliana Salazar is on the podcast. It's going to be epic. I hope you guys love it and um, are as inspired by her as I am. So, Juliana, I'm so stoked you're here. I feel like we had dinner when you first moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was wearing like head to toe Ghani. And you, <laughs> oh God, I you, forgot. Looked, you looked me up and down and you're like, Ghani girl. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like, what am I doing? I'm such an idiot. But it was a great dinner. And then like life's got busy. And then like a few weeks ago, we were at the same stoplight. <laughs> we literally had a Steve Martin L.A. story moment. And you were like, where you almost hey. killed a robot. I think, yes, there was like a food delivery robot that I like was like, all right, peace. And then was like, wait, no, I almost hit it. And you know what's so funny is that right before that, I kind of am always like, what email have I not answered or followed up on? And I was like, fuck, I never. (laughs) You can get it. This is not for children. It's 21 plus. I never followed up about your podcasting. And then that happened. And. We're here. Yeah, we're here. And Serendipity. Yeah, it was it was perfect. And like we were trying to tell each other stuff. And then I feel like I've just been watching all the cool shit you do. And then I'm like 
wondering all the cool shit I don't know you did, but you did it, which is like literally your magic. So thank you. Thank you for coming on this podcast and not judging the Ghani girl. <laughs> By the way, I only knew Ghani girl because I helped launch Ghani in the US. So hashtag Ghani girl was my life for like a year. I didn't know that. So yeah. wait, how did that? That must have been insane. It was insane. It was so crazy. It was, it was unexpected, I think. I mean, it was the first time that I hadn't had a job. Huh. I basically left a job and I got, or I got laid off. Sure. And so I got like severance Love. for three months. And I like, Ugh, I'm never a person. severance in my life. No, it's I'm the coolest thing ever. Severance. I wish it would happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, I have three months to like figure out what I'm going to do because I kind of always just worked and did random things. So I never had like my last summer before oh, adulthood, oh, real world. I actually did have that. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to like figure out what I wanted to do. And I was like, I'll give myself a month and then I'll start looking. And then it was like at the end of my three months and I still hadn't found a job. And this random position, like the most traditional hiring process ever. No. Was on like, like fashionista.com. Love that. Of like brand manager. And I was like, I don't know what this job entails, but like I know I can do everything in like the description. You're like, I've never no done like a PR job or anything like that. And I like actually kind of hate PR or at <laughs> least too. the traditional fashion sense of it. Like the separate PR. Sorry, all the publicists. Yeah, there. sorry. The, the people that like that's the only thing they do. Yeah, it's such I a just weird vibe. it's just I mean, I'm like a strategy person and it yeah. just doesn't make sense anymore. And it's my pet peeve to watch something that so clearly doesn't work and you're pretending it does. Well, how often are <laughs> they putting themselves between you and like a client or you and your... Do well, you just I cut actually, that out? You yeah, won't, I don't. You won't do it. I don't. Good for you. We yeah. don't have PR. We have like in-house fielding and, yeah. and then we vibe. Yeah. And then we're like, no or yes yeah. or whatever. Wait, so back up because I'm like... You're so behind the scenes, but so influential. I think it's so insanely awesome. I don't even fully understand it. I'm like, you're on the planet <laughs> that I discovered. And like, you're so special. I love that. Um, Thank you. Oh, my God. Of course. What would you call you? I feel like you're, you know, like a modern thinker slash creative director. Like, mm -hmm. is that the job title you give yourself? Because you've gone from being like fashion blogging yeah. to launching Ghani in oh my the God, US. Oh fashion blogging. Yeah. Yes. I'm uh, We're taking it way back from wine <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, shut up. Um, You're like, shh, that's buried. <laughs> I, so now I say creative director. Okay. Which took me like a very long time. That's what I would To get you. there. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was younger, creative directors were like people who like studied graphic design and worked the art director jobs for 10 years. Mm. And I think that there was like a moment where everyone who had like a curated feed was just like a creative director, but they weren't really doing much. And I didn't want to be that person. And I also knew like actual badass, like OG creative directors. Yeah. So that felt weird, but I never really found my place. It's so funny. Like I always wanted to work somewhere very traditional and like structured to like kind of learn the ropes from someone else because every position I've kind of been in has been new or I've been like my own boss in a department or like developing a new department. Like you're um, carving the path. Yeah, which, which is obviously awesome. And like I got to do a lot of cool things really young. I, did I probably the same thing. wouldn't it's have. It's hard. But, it, but also I'm like, there has to be like an industry standard that I don't know about. And I'm like losing sleep over figuring this thing out. And like, can someone just tell me? <laughs> yeah. But then that can never happened. So I was like, okay, the universe doesn't want me to be in those spaces. And sometimes even when I would find myself in those spaces, 
it just like wasn't a good like I don't know. Yeah, like, don't you think it's a blessing that you've, like, gone this unique way? I never had a mentor. Yeah, And, like, I really was like, I want a mentor. I feel like it's important. I still feel like I need one and I want to find one. But I was always just, like, figuring it out. There's a few people now where I'm, like, I admire them and I'm, like, so grateful that I can, like, call them and stuff like that. But I've never had, yeah, someone take me, like, underneath their wing and, like— just like Oprah, you know, come like, for it's us. It's okay. Just tell us, bake us cookies. I'm like, I tell me where I'm supposed brunch. to live. Yeah, <laughs> tell me everything. Like, okay, so it's actually, just a psychic. <laughs> yeah, we could just go down the street. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I want to do like a Helen psychic because the neons mm-hmm. the same color. I don't know what. Oh my would god, happen we should do it for like Helen April psychic. Fools or something. I know it would be sick, like a yeah. pop up psychic, yeah. and then it's like literally you just get a microdose. Yeah. That's it. Just look into yourself. Yeah. T- can you tell me like about the last? or it doesn't have to be recently, like last few things you worked on that like you were like, this is dope. Like you just did yeah. something with Nike, but yeah. and maybe some of you can't talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, but. no, I did this really cool thing for Nike for their Women's World Cup where I think the brief was like, how do we get people to care about our jersey? <laughs> and like <laughs> Nike products <laughs> in a way that feel, I think they're going through like a change also where they really want to elevate the brand and they want to make it more chic and kind of just like, wearable and not just sport I I think and so Lynn who I worked with had this idea to like build out like a style lounge and she just reached out to me and we like it's funny when I took the call I was like I don't even know if I have time for this like whatever but then I loved her and I was just like oh we were so aligned Mm. and I was just like let's just do it and yeah whatever it was like this would be two months of my life and honestly it was amazing like I think (sighs) It's so many of the things that I've like always done, but I think I've never, never been applied in that way. And also to have like a budget, like a Nike budget is great. Yeah, but dude, <laughs> nothing beats, an, I know, nothing beats and a Nike budget. And I will budge. say like a Nike budget oftentimes comes with like corporate rules and all these limitations totally. and all these things. And Lynn and everyone I worked with at Nike was so amazing. Like I really didn't have to compromise that much. Like I don't think really at all and it was just like a really great experience oh, and you better not show up in vans or <laughs> yeah, new bounces no. like big no. no no like you better be wearing nikes it's so yeah no they <laughs> sent out that email uh, yeah. we didn't even we've yeah. done like a bunch of stuff with them and i will not like, mention converse the name okay. yeah converse are okay i won't mention who did it but someone showed up in new balances and like someone had to bring shoes for that. it was not me let me just say obviously i was like i got this <laughs> when do you like how i feel like like you know about wine you might not agree with me but I feel like from the first moment I met you at John and Vinny's and we we're having dinner and you were like I love wine I love natural wine I love drinking I'm super <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really what it is it's better than people come up to me and they're like so you drink all day and I'm like yeah I'm just, just trying to a Miami girl at heart yeah <laughs> Boy, Miami is the best yeah we just love to have fun by yeah. drinking did you always like drinking wine yeah um, but you're into specific wine. Like, I feel like you have yes. discerning taste, which feeds into you yeah. and the narrative. And I think I will say, like, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to come here because I love to learn from people who are experts in things that I'm not. Mm. In, in, like, I don't know that much of the people that are super into it. And I think I've always just been surrounded by people who really love food and wine. Yes. And that's totally how I got into it, especially the natural wine thing. Like, really early on I was drinking natural wine and I didn't really like think anything of it because it was just what my friend was like 
there's this importer and there's this person. Was this in Miami or in New York? No, in New York. Ah, okay. Like 2016, I want to say. Right when the um, fanfare started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just had friends who were also heavy drinkers. <laughs> I think Ghani kind of just brought the trend over. No, I'm just kidding. This they, was, I don't, when was this? This was maybe like around the same time, yeah. Well, you know, I was buying these wines and people thought I was crazy out here and they yeah. were like, give me something I can drink. Or like, yeah. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm not giving you Rombauer Chardonnay. <laughs> no, I definitely, I don't know how to explain it. Like I like what I like and I like to try new things. But if I try something and I don't like it, I won't just drink it just to like drink it. But this is perfect because this is exactly what I tell people. I'm an it's explorer. Like, you think about, <laughs> I do feel like one thing when I was thinking about you the last week, no, like, uh-huh, every day <laughs> for 12 hours a day, just steeping myself in Juliana. I feel like you have this rare thing that I feel like is people are losing is this like, need for info like Mm. self-education that like you're a reader I'm assuming I think you are just based Mm -hmm. on like what you do and I don't know to me that is the coolest thing because so many people are just not doing that they're just like default it's cool I mean, everyone goes on Instagram, right? Everyone's yeah. like scrolling. I get it. But... I think like it's cool in concept, but in reality, it makes me feel crazy. <laughs> really? Because well, you know they, too much. I know too much. And like, I'm like, why is no one else like thinking or looking into this thing? Or I don't know. No, but I think it's okay to be verbal about it. Yeah. Like, I think it's strange. Like, no like f- you just saying that it's like a rare thing. I'm like, yeah, I feel that. It's sometimes. super rare. It's also rare to like read magazines now, it feels like, yeah. you know, everyone's just like, I just read on my phone and I'm yeah. like, wait, but I, I maybe it's not good for the earth. I don't know. I'm I'm obsessive. And we're like, even with like a wine importer or someone, if I like like what they're doing, I'll Google them. I'll look into them. You'll stalk them. I'll stalk them. <laughs> maybe they talk about a book then I buy the book. Like I definitely fall down. Have you gone to wineries? Like, do you want to no. travel? We should go. Yeah, get a gaggle together. Oh my god, that people. would be so fun. I know. But no, you, I've never been. Okay, I'm opening the first wine. Okay. I don't know. I'm really into the Kohlfolk wines. Okay. And where's um, it from? So we're in Bergenland in Austria, okay. which is like such an amazing region for natural wine thought. But the crazy thing is like they export 98% of it because people in Austria like shun natural wine like this. That's and like funny. it's it's judged as like not high quality. Yeah. They look at the flaws. I noticed that in Europe actually. It's so yeah. weird. But Austria in particular is like so crazy about it. But this guy's really cool and he does this intro, the wild line. Mm-hmm. He does like an orange wine, a white, a rosé. They're just beautiful expressions of like that place, which okay. is what I obsess about is like your time traveling. Like today. Have you been there? I have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go back. And okay. it's so beautiful. You kind of feel like there's this one area called Styria, which is near Bergenland, a few hours. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you feel like you're in a mythical land of like rolling hills. Yeah. And it's just like trippy yeah. but I don't know I love putting Austria on the map so we're going to Croatia and Austria oh my god this is Croatia it I didn't is. realize because I was just Dalmatia. thinking about Croatia because I don't know if this is just a similarity or it's a bias in my head but a friend of mine who you actually really need to meet okay is making a wine in Croatia wait really yeah and she's actually one of my like wine expert like she's like talking about the people that I'm just kind of around and will influence me or you know, tell me what I should get depending on what I'm eating or whatever. She's just this like 
bank of information with wine Wait, and she's awesome. making something in Croatia. Wait, I need to know more. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll sidebar yeah, about we'll sidebar. it. How do you, do you often try and keep like a community around you? Does it ebb and flow? Like, I don't know. I think hyper creative people are either like, I'm with the same people. Like I've my always been like, a floater. It's so interesting. Yeah. I've always been Wait, a cheers, floater. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, Cheers. of course. I wonder if you like it. You've always been a floater. Yeah. Like you can Like move. a lot of different friend groups. Mm. I really like it. I this. really like it. It makes you want Yum. food. Skin contact. It's, got, it's Gruner with Welsh Riesling and Chardonnay. I love this. I love it too. <laughs> I know. We're just like, it just drinks like juice. Mm-hmm. I've never actually. That's what I love. Yeah. Just like, you feel like it's low stakes, high reward. <laughs> yeah. Just like, it's not going to fuck it's me up too much. Yeah. yeah. It's just juice. There's nothing yeah. else in there. Um, I've always been a floater. I think when I was growing up, I was changing schools for whatever reason, like every two or four years. Mm. So I was also like always the new kid. Mm. That's and hard. it's funny now that I'm older, I see how that's like imprinted in me where I'm like, I love going to new places. I love discovery. I like need to kind of move around or I get a little bit like stir crazy and stagnant. (laughs) But I've also always been, again, very interested in things that I don't know about or yeah, that people are like very passionate or enthusiastic about. So I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I remember one time I was on a date with someone and I forget what he did. did. It was something like super nerdy and weird. And I was asking him all these questions and he was like, you don't have to like entertain this. Like, I'm, like you thought you were being like a girl yeah. and like asking. And just like, because he was like, no, I know what I do is like nerdy and lame. Like you don't have to like ask me all these questions. I'm like, no, I'm genuinely curious <laughs> because you're like, I don't know, like, save lives. I don't know if he was like a sur- some kind of surgeon, something Dude, like that. that I don't remember. fascinating. And I was so fascinated by it. And I think that that's kind of how I always operate. It's kind of nice. But you're also like, I feel like moth, you're flame too. So you kind of just attract people. Like that's nice. Yeah. I don't know. That's the vibe I get. You know, you're just I like, think I'm a good like dot connector and people connector. Like I yeah. think that sometimes also in LA, I feel like people are very scared to like mix groups of people together. And meet new people. It's so weird. It's so anti-New York vibes. Yeah. And I I'm, that's my least favorite thing about and LA. And I'm just like, if I love this person and I love you, you guys, there's a high chance you're going to love each other. And yeah, again, I just like newness. I like different scenarios like I actually had a birthday party here when I mm. first moved and it was like still kind of lockdown-y and I just invited like <laughs> everyone that I knew. Yeah, just like whatever, show. And it was so fun because it was like all these random people that don't normally, they all kind of maybe know each other or some of them did, but like they never hang out or anything. And yeah, so I love- strange. You're a conduit. I love that. You're such yeah. a conduit. I'm a conduit. I love that. You're like, what am I? I'm a conduit. Yeah, that's life. my new thing. <laughs> Wait, so is there, like, where do you want to push, like, creative direction? Do you want to do this forever? Do you want to push into, like, twist it? I know. (laughs) On my face, face, we talk about more than wine. (laughs) Juliana's Um, like, where's the softball? I can ask uh, you some of my questions on this paper. (laughs) Move to L.A. from NYC. OG from MIA. (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. Actually, there is something on there I will bring up. Something I'm working on is being more intentional with what I do because I feel like I've kind of like just ended up like I just I'm a yes man. Mm-hmm. So if anything is interesting to me, I'll like do it. But I think I have it like it was never a goal for me to be like a creative director. Like I studied business in French. Like I didn't know. That's and great. I 
I wasn't like trying to go into fashion. I just loved clothes. And the only way I could afford it is if I like worked at a place that gave me a discount to get the clothes. Yeah. And I kind of just fell into it that way. But I do enjoy like building worlds. And I think thinking about like, oh, bringing all these like random cool people together or interesting people together and exploring like conversations. And I think actually it's the whole wine drinking thing also with my friends. It's like we grew up, you know, that meme about like the like the plastic like glass table. It's like yeah. you knew you grew up here. If you're like having conversations yeah. at three o'clock in the morning around this table. And I feel like I just love that. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I actually want to be a bit more in conversation with people. Mm, collective. Which, yeah, which I think. How do you do that? I mean, obviously, um, like podcasts. But yeah, I feel like but, it could be video. I've actually been thinking about this. I think this. it should be. Oh, wow. Is this what like if, a spoiler alert? I feel alert? like we need like the shop, but not LeBron. Like, yeah. Well, okay. So sorry, I no hate literally. Go what? Lakers. Like, no. Oh, my God. Go Heat. Go Knicks. I want the Lakers to play the Heat. Anyways. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. So fun. Also, if anyone wants to invite me to yeah. a game. Could we get courtside seats? I would love that. Does anybody anyone. want to give to us? <laughs> literally anyone. Wow. I haven't talked about this because I've been like flushing it out in my head, but I've kind of very much struggled with like what am I doing and just existential mm. dread and I kind of would come back to one of my dreams as a child was to be like the VJ host on oh TRL. Oh my god, yes! I would kill it. You would literally be <laughs> like my dream VJ. I would. That sounds I think so I would kill dirty, it because I also just like love music and whatever just You would crush like old school MTV. Yeah, yes. exactly. Which like dream. MTV News just shuttered. Do you see that? I don't know. I don't know. My stepmom <laughs> sent it to me, and I was like, "What? I don't even know." He's keeping Wait, up. But like, what's the what's the 2.0 of a VJ? I guess there's so many ways. Yeah, I you would also just even think like outside the box. Like, you're gonna carve it. I think I would just. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna figure it out. I love this. Yeah. Oh, so does music a huge part of your life? Music, yes, mm. and I think it's definitely been something like. There's been points where I like hated fashion and I was like, I think I want to go into music. Yeah. Or like Zane Loeb has like the coolest job, I think. Mm. And I was like, do I want to take his job? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> do it. I think I'm just inspired by people. And mm. I think that's what I miss the most about New York is just that like the stories that you hear from like the random person you just like always see at the coffee shop or… It's the community. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very inspired. I'm the most energized after a great conversation. Yes. Like… The amount of times that I've gone home after dinner to like write a deck or like jot all these ideas down on a piece of paper. It's like that to me is the best. Yes. So I think I'm like chasing that, whatever that. It just needs turn to into. form into whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, we're cracking it over. <laughs> we're not figuring it out on one face, but I know I have a feeling. I think I kind I, of like. I know. I think I've been like churning about in my head for so long that maybe me putting it out here you have is, to just manifesting I think about this you're gonna myself. hold me accountable <laughs> I will I'll be like Juliana what the fuck I'm ready to see it I think about this for myself you know I think it's like we're so defined by like who what we do as who we are but I often am like so toxic I'm like yeah like what is the beyond how like mm -hmm. where else do I want to go with this where the podcast is part of that but I don't know I, I agree with you I don't know what the answer is for me but it's something yeah and it is more based on like community yeah. like in person even in what you do like I feel like there's a real return to basics and return mm -hmm. to simplicity of yeah. even just like we've become such an individualistic society but like no one 
as a society or civilization, we would have never been able to get here if it wasn't because of like tribes, yes. you know? So you have to have other people to pull you up. Yeah. That's my new thing is I'm also like, where are like the older mentor females that I can just yeah. like take a little. I read something that was interesting where it was like this past century has been all about, you know, women's advancement. And now the next century has to be about people actually adjusting and applying that advancement, because I think the older women you're thinking about grew up in a time where they actually had to be competitive with other women and they were so kind of Mm. had to be in their masculine energy and all these things where there wasn't actually really room for that they kind of like camaraderie. They had to man up. Yeah. And now, and even men, like, say they love an ambitious woman, but I think most men are very intimidated by them. And it's like, well, now we need to kind of recalibrate because this is the new norm. Exactly. You know, so I think I sometimes have to recalibrate myself where yeah. I'm like, wait, that's the wrong way to think about why this anxiety is not real. Yeah. And nobody else feels yeah. it or the men the male person and whatever the anxiety is, if it's that is if that's the scenario, I'm like, they aren't giving this a second fucking thought. They don't give no, a shit. At all. And actually going back to basketball, <laughs> the the last dance. I remember oh, seeing one of the first few episodes and I was like, wow, imagine if girls hyped each other up the way that yeah. all these freaking basketball players do. Like I literally was like that's why I'm not retired yet or a billionaire. <laughs> but it's crazy. The co- It's confidence. It's like confidence yes. in someone like encouraging you and like pushing you in this like kind of community. And I me, literally yeah. saw that and I like was at, I was at home and I showed my mom like we talked about it. I was like, this is like so, I never saw it so clearly. Mm. I think the difference between genders in that way and we development. Have, we really got a last last dance it and then I almost said last chance it because <laughs> what else do we have to live for sometimes like flying recently I've been like look at the movies and I look mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and I'm like I can't I can't watch some of the older movies because it's just like too the thought especially in the 90s and early it's 2000s it's crazy I'm some like, of the stuff I'm like this is mean what is happening like I women know. are just like we regress and then we progress anyway I we regress I feel and you. progress every day it's, it's such <laughs> it's a, exhausting like, the struggle is so real <laughs> having a child has never made me see it more right. where I'm just like I don't know. It could be a lot easier. It could be more accepting. Like it could be that I could have it all. I feel like I do. But I'm like, what if I wasn't in the position I'm in where I have the luxury of like choice and schedule and yeah. Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to all the moms. God damn it. Do you feel like (laughs) I like asking this question, not usually on the podcast, but (laughs) in life. Do you feel like you've like had moments in business where you've learned like really valuable lessons, like where you fucked up or someone (laughs) fucked you up. I don't know. I was talking to someone recently who did like gave away the wrong kind of equity in their company and like can't Mm -hmm. fix it. Like there's all kinds of crazy stuff that women aren't, especially not to get about gender, but. No, a lot of them. (laughs) I'm almost done learning. (laughs) But hopefully I'm close. Any lessons you want to espouse to the... One lesson, because you bring up equity, people, I think very often, male or female, maybe female are more eager to or maybe are not thinking about it as much. I feel like people are very eager to go into business with someone. Yes. Okay. And to have a partner and blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because I did it. (laughs) And I learned the hard way. But my lawyer was like, you know, like, what are your thoughts on marriage? And like asking all these things about marriage. And he's like, 
you've thought about marriage at such a length and you didn't think about this partnership at such a length. And it's the same thing. It's exactly the the exact same thing. thing. Yeah. And I just like didn't think about it that deeply. I was like, I know this person. I believe in this person. They believe in me. We want the same things. I wanted to be 50-50 because I want us to both be like incentivized and feel like, you know, we're really a part of this and all these things, which then going into it, I'm like, okay, if you're going to do a partnership, you never do 50-50. And then also like, do you need to actually have a partner or is what you're looking for something that you can hire out? Like, I was now I'm like, oh, I actually just need like a badass operations president, CEO type person. Yep. To do all the logistical stuff that I don't want to do, but you need I an didn't. Employee. Yeah, yeah, that's a hireable role, right? And I can give that person like equity if I want to. Oh, sure, so Down they have the skin road. in the game. But like, I don't need to just flat out give away fifty percent of like an idea of when you're bringing yeah. the juju, yeah, and the lift, yeah, and actually the magic. Yeah, are you still in this, or did you get out? I got out. Great. I got out, and I like bought everything from this person. Oh, that's insane. It, it was insane. And then I've basically just been sitting on this thing for a few years now because just wait. I out. mean, it was just hard. And then I was like trying to make it real because it was so hard that I was mm. like, okay, I need to like do this. And then it wasn't clicking, which another thing is when in doubt, step back. <laughs> yeah. Let the dust settle. <laughs> you don't need to keep going. If it doesn't click. Yeah, I think like, also like I grew up being like, good things are hard and like you have to suffer and all these things and it's a part of it and like you have to persevere and it's like no you kind of sometimes just have to do nothing Mm. and like see where the dust settles and I think I made a lot of choices that I probably wouldn't have made by just trying to like keep on going and now and expecting it to like figure out new results and it's like you kind of have to like unplug things for a bit and see yeah yeah I don't know I mean business is hard where, uh, what kind of mentality were your parents like? Well, I think my parents are both like immigrants, like came to America chasing the American dream. I had, my mom was, I think my parents were pretty equal, but my mom, I think at a certain point was the breadwinner. And it definitely was like a very strong, ambitious woman. And Amazing. she always kind of instilled that in me that like I needed to be like independent. Like she was always like, you should be taken care of. You're a princess, but also you need to be independent and like don't rely on anyone. Like have both. Yeah. yeah. I think Which that's true. It's true and good. Where were we going with this? I don't know. Oh. I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. My parents I, are very. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny because now the struggles that I go through, I saw them go through also as like they each own their own businesses. And yeah, I think. It's so But hard. also it's kind of like the thing of they're like, you know, well, good things take a long time and it's not going to be easy. So it's kind of like. There's also, I think, this... Which is also true, but, like, I think people have a hard time nowadays identifying what's toxic. Yes. Right? Like, our bullshit meter on toxicity is, like, all fucked up. It was never questioned, I don't think. It was never questioned, and I think... Also, times have changed, and I think us as, like, a society really prioritize different things. Like, it's not all about, like, work and, like, defining yourself by work, but, Mm -hmm. like, how do you live and... How are your relationships and what does your life look like? Like, are you happy or in like... I hope, but I don't think most people... Didn't you? Let's try one oh, yeah. number two. So, Juliana, you brought Perojadero. It's from Croatia and it's mostly Merlot, 
with two like indigenous white grapes, like loose vein. I don't know. I'll write in the show notes, y'all. I can't remember off the top of my head. And it's made in Dalmatia, which is so cool. I don't really know a lot about this producer, but I do love Zev and Crescio, yes. who's on the label with him, mm-hmm. used to be his employee and he's Croatian. Oh, and wow. he like was like, no, I have all these amazing wine wineries. Yeah. Like, Actually, let's one of my best friends in college's little sister is now working for Zev. Oh, cool. Zev's like so cool. I haven't met him, but I've heard great things. But she dinner. also like puts me on. Like, I feel like if you're posting something or certain friends are posting something, I'll like take a screenshot of the label. Mm-hmm. I also know like I like lighter things. Yeah, this one's great. I love it. It's really pretty. I feel like we got so deep. I got to make it light. I got to whip. I got to whip <laughs> that. But I could literally talk about it all day because it's. I, I have dwell. a controversial question for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh my god. Let's get it. Because I was about do to you ask have you. To say oh my god. I was about a, ice and wine. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's not hitting very hard, Juliana. I thought you were really going there. No, um, I'm bringing you back to wine. <laughs> so it's situational for uh-huh. me. And quality. But, like, I usually won't drink a wine if I don't like it. Like, I can't right. just drink to drink. Yeah. It's not my vibe. But I'm cool with an ice in a less expensive wine. Okay. Because the the deal with it and certain shades. Like, I'm more okay with it in a rosé or a white wine. I don't do it all the time because it really dilutes the flavor and mm-hmm. the perfume and the essence of what you have. But if you're just like at the beach and it's a picnic and it's like you screwed up and the wine's hot, I don't know, drink yeah. it. It depends if it's drinkable and thinkable okay. or if it's just drinkable. Yeah. But I rarely put ice in my wine, okay. but I don't judge. Okay. You know, I think if I see someone repeatedly like I'm talking <laughs> one, two ice cubes, they're like shoveling ice to the top. <laughs> I think it's a little strange. You're questioning them. Yeah. You're judging them. Well, I'm also like you're shutting down the wine because it sucks because it tastes yeah. bad. Or you're just trying to. What huh. do you think about ice and wine? I love cold drinks. Me too. I do so, too. But I put all my wine in the fridge. Yeah. Just make it cold. I obviously did not do that. This um, is pretty cold though. I put it in the freezer for like an hour. But it's it was... brilliant. <laughs> it's great. So uh, my best friend spent a summer in Athens mm-hmm. last summer. And was studying ancient Greek philosophy oh because gosh. she just decided that's what she wanted so to do. So cool. How do and I do that? <laughs> just go to Athens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, she, she has a guy. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And I guess most places we were going there were putting ice in the wine. Mm. And she's like such a snob about things. So I at first was like, oh, you're putting ice in your wine. <laughs> and she was like, no, you know, like ancient Greek philosophers, like you you used to do that. Like really? you would so you could like philosophize longer. And she's a hilariously unreliable narrator. So Stretch I was like, let out. me <laughs> Google this. <laughs> but it's true. To like dilute the wine. Yeah, to dilute the wine. The wine was so different the back then. So maybe. That was also yeah. my research that there yeah. was like not the minerals and all these things. were pretty gnarly. Yeah. I think it was like a cloying. Yeah. Like, it was like it was to make really the water. Intense. It was actually yeah. to make it the water better. So yeah, to make water into <laughs> wine. It was like Jesusifying yeah, it. Yeah, but I love the idea of like, yes, I'm going to put ice in my wine so I can just, you know, I think that's shoot the shit longer. Chic. Yeah. And it's like you're drinking longer without getting like too fucked up. You're diluting it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, don't do it with like a baller bottle. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> that brings me to my other story where I, one of my friends was like, whatever, go to a restaurant, 
we went to Escuela and like you always kind of run into a bunch of people there. Steven lets us bring our own wine, whatever. And he brings a bottle of like Opus One, which like I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm like what whatever. Year? I'm like what year? I don't know, but <laughs> obviously like boys, I feel like that. Like, Very oh, swanky. Opus One. Oh my god, because like all the basketball, they're like Opus One or yeah. nothing. Like, yeah, John yeah, yeah. He's like Opus. <laughs> I'm not gonna name any names. Okay. But my friend was like, <laughs> I got this bottle of Opus One. <laughs> and we were drinking it and I just put ice in it. Uh-huh. And I actually had like a sippy cup from Amazing. like a disposable. I don't know why I had a sippy cup. Incredible. And I was just drinking it there because we were going somewhere else. And I just like put ice in it. Yeah. And I was having a great time. I like put it on Instagram. Yeah, it's and great. people were like this. Is, and I, the bottle was like in the background. They, like, people were like this is offensive. <laughs> like, blah, blah. And I was like actually you guys just don't know ancient Greek yeah. philosophers. <laughs> like ask my best friend. And you're just not as intellectual. <laughs> yeah. So step off. Also Opus One could use a little dilution. Yeah. Pretty, it like, was delicious. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. With like a little softening. Yeah. yeah. Usually that happens with age. Yeah. You know the wine like dilutes a little tiny bit and mellows and I love yeah. aged wine. I wish I could like just buy a lot of wine and age it. I guess I am doing that, but like a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. Age it underground. <laughs> See you in 20 years. Bunker. We yeah. have the Mavens Unite. <laughs> this wine is really pretty. I love it. You want to know the question? controversial mm. question I was going to ask you, which is so yeah. like cliche. Well, okay. first I just, oh, did you read the most recent New York magazine with like Chloe Sevigny on the cover. The It Girl one? The It Girl? I saw it, but yeah. I didn't read it. I don't think you have to read it. But I was like, <laughs> I read it on the plane to Austin. But I was like, you know, I think Juliana's like the It Girl of oh LA. Like if I really, yeah. you really are. So I just had to tease that in there because it was in my I notes. I just did a heart yeah, for people heart can't emoji. see. It was just exploding. <laughs> so cute. What do you feel? I got to take fashion and then mm-hmm. I have one more segment before we wrap. Mm-hmm. But trend, like, let's do trends. Like fashion trend because I feel like you just follow your own beat. Yeah. I follow mine. I don't really buy the trends. I yeah. buy like long term. But what's one you hate and what's one you think is coming? I think the trend that I hate is trends. Yes. Okay. Like, yes. I hate it in wine too. Yeah. I, yes, I like, I buy Almost what like, I like. Yeah. And I also buy in a way, I never buy something that I'm only going to wear one time. No. Nope. Like, I just. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. And, and again, I'm like pretty obsessive. So if I buy something, I really love it. I'm really into um, secondhand right now. Yeah. It feels better no, I, for the No, I love the real real. Yeah. I love the real real. Or I love like going to Rose Bowl or literally when you're shit. in Europe, like the yeah. Paris flea market. Like yeah. I love, because you're also like kind of hunting and I don't know, it's fun. Also, obviously, I'm like very fortunate that I get things gifted and stuff like that. But like, that's why it's like when I'm making a purchase, I like really love it and will wear it <sighs> endlessly. My friend was like, this is something that you need to get over. But I hate like I used to wear like a bunch of necklaces, like colorful mm. necklaces, yeah. all these things. And then it became such a thing. And mm. then I'm like, oh, I hate it. Like it was like bothering me so much. It was your personal. You were like, I have to go. Yeah. And then necklace. my friend was like, well, if you're going to start your own company, like you want people to copy you. So you're going to need to get over this. And I was just like, oh, my God, you're so right. But yeah. like I have a hard time. I think when people just copy and paste something. The mimicry. Yeah. I agree. That yeah. kinda, It kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Especially if it's from an advertisement. Yeah. It just like on a personal level, I guess it annoys me. And it also signals to me that. It's time to change. <laughs> that you don't think very deeply. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no judgment. Hashtag no judgment. No but judgment. I don't know. I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard. It's okay, a hard last thing. fashion-y question. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you're an expert. 
I don't know a lot about fashion. I just like go with the flow, go with mm-hmm. my vibe. What do you think one of the best value, like could be jewelry, could be bag, could be clothing, like best value and that I mean like they're fucking killing it, the quality is insane. Like what is something where you're like so worth the money, could be expensive or cheap? Huh. I think about this a lot because, you know, it's like things can be really expensive, like take Chanel, but mm-hmm. like they're making it in a cheaper way now. So yeah. it's like, but it, the stuff still is really nice. I'm not going and buying Chanel, by the way. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the vibe. Like I want to say the row. Yeah. Okay. But as someone who owns like two pairs of row trousers, which I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm buying row trousers. I'm yeah. only wearing all these trousers. I've definitely tried on other trousers. I'm like, these are hitting pretty good too. But Mm. I bought the row ones being like, I only need these. Like, They're the trouser. And they are really great. But I think you can probably get them in a cheaper way. I think the best value is really to buy the things that you love. Yeah. Because then you'll wear them forever. Like I have like shoes from literally high school that I still, that are like Zara loafers that I still wear. You know what I mean? I love that. Um, I wish I think the best investment is actually just tailoring. Because you could get like, I don't know, pants at like Goodwill or something. But tailoring for me, I'm just like, if something fits you perfectly, like there's nothing. It's so underrated. I have so many pre-baby clothes that I'm like, just one day you'll come back to me. Yeah, They're in storage. It's just, I can't have them around. I have storage of things that I'm like, this will be so cute when I'm pregnant. Yeah, no, which is amazing. (laughs) I have the opposite where I'm like, just 10 more pounds. I don't diet. I'm just like, one day it'll fall off. One day. Or I'll give it. Juliana, you are amazing. Uh, Before we wrap, I love doing like a rapid fire right now. Okay. If you're down, it's really easy. It's like whatever comes to mind. No Mm pressure, no trip ups. Okay. White or red? White. Oh, yeah. Light or full? Light. Oh, yes. (laughs) Orange or rosé? Orange. Yes. Fill in the blank. Could be anything. Fried chicken plus. Houston's. What? I love Houston's. God damn. Truffles or caviar? Caviar. Mm, So many people are going caviar. Current drink order. I don't like truffle. Like I, I, like I, like in, I like it in moderation. Like white truffle in a scenario. Like if you're in Alba in yeah. Piemonte, yeah. fucking shave that like shit. Like people who are like, oh, you can add the truffle to the pasta or whatever. I'm like, this is like so OD. It's and like it, a $75 supplement that's yeah. not real. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like sh- you're just doing it for the flags. <laughs> like I don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> Current drink order. Like when you're out and about. Hmm. It's, I'm kind of in a limbo. It used to be dirty martini, vodka. Okay. Extra olives. Okay. But now it's not really hitting like it used to. I, I don't know. I feel like martinis are having a wind down. Yeah. They had a real ramp up I this love, winter. I, my friends always make fun of me because I'm always the girl, like, when I was living in New York or school in D.C., I'd, like, order mojito and it's, like, <laughs> snowing outside. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, mojito. <laughs> like, Get Feels that right. Milk. Yes. <laughs> You know what I love? Bring the Magida back. I'm just kidding. Mojito. Bring the you know mojito. what I love to also drink that Melanie might get mad at me for saying this, but I love Gia with Prosecco. But why would she? Does she not? I think well, what she's I doing think, is great. But No, she, I think that she, what she's doing is great. And does she not drink? But I feel like they're very pro mixing it. No, she's super like, well, I think maybe it's just developed that way. But I guess because I... I worked with her at the beginning mm. and I would be like, this is amazing. This is a new April spritz. Like, blah, blah. She's like, can you not market it that way? I think just to solidify it as the non-alcoholic. non-alcoholic. Yeah. But I, I the actually, spritzes. the spritzes yeah. are great. They're great. So when I was working with her, 
I would go to restaurants and be like, do you guys have Gia? But kind of as like a brand awareness yeah. tactic. But now I'm actually like, but wait, do you have Gia? Like, do you and could you add Prosecco? And can you add Prosecco? Because it's be also like a Gia digestive. Spread, Gia spritz. And then they'll just put the bubble water. I'm like, no, alcohol, like Prosecco yeah. in it. You're like, but make I, it a good Prosecco. Because for me, I'm like, oh, this is the organic, like farmer's market version mm. of Aperol. Yeah. It's like good ingredients. It's, Actually, totally spot on there. Yeah. It's a Gia Spritz kind yeah, of summer. Like I kind I of feel. I should have on this podcast. Yeah. Never met her, but yeah. it could be cool. Gia Spritz feels, feels yeah. right. I've been having, I hate saying it this way. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to sound like <laughs> such an idiot. A skinny girl margarita. Okay. Well, no, just basically I don't have these that often, but like if I'm, when I think my favorite thing to make at home and if I don't have wine right now in the last like month is just like, one lime, two ounces of great tequila, like has to be good. What's your favorite tequila? I think Fortaleza for like a mixed drink is one of my faves. It's just like not crazy expensive. It's organic. Mm-hmm. It's like real farmer owned. What's your fave? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not like a tequiliera. Whatever. I have. I think I tequila. have that at I'm home. I'm Galleria. Like I'm going to get canceled. I think but. like Casa Dragones I have. Like, yeah. I like know. that's the shit. But yeah. I would rather. I don't know if I'd mix that. Like it's so yeah. good. But I just do that. That's it. And I've been drinking them up. Mm. And sometimes with like a little bit of an orange. <laughs> umbrella. <laughs> and like an umbrella. And yeah, straw. So no, I, I was actually really just no. reminding me. I love at Escuela, they do passion fruit margaritas that are oh, so good. I love like obviously a passion fruit mango anything. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love a tropical fruit yeah. plate? I'm going to Mexico on Sunday and I'm like, give me all the tropical fruit. Oh my God, I yum. hope Yucatan. Pina coladas. All day. Frozen Gemma. mojitos. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the next step up. Actually, so John and Vinny's new ones, like, the one in the valley that's uh-huh. coming are all going to have alcohol and mojitos are on our like wow to, like our well, this is news breaking no one knows what they are but we're going to have like like a Houston's where it's like these are our signature drinks yeah. mojitos on there okay. so can it be the Salazar mojito it probably will be after this and people will be <laughs> amazing, like amazing like, I can't Juliana wait Salazar, obviously I can't um, wait <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time no of course this thank you like, for this this is so such fun such a pleasure I know come back yeah. anytime you want to expand yeah. and we should figure out a wine trip. Yep. And maybe we can do some live reporting. I would love it. <laughs> Just in the field. Dear media, we need to go in the field. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please. Oh, all right. Thank you. Of course. Bye. Thank Have you. You're day. the best. You are. Do you see what I mean? Juliana is just like literally a liver. She's living and tapped in. And I just love her. Really, really cool convo. Let me know what you thought. And if you had questions, comment, like, subscribe, do all those things to the podcast. And if you want to follow along more what I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Helen's Wines. You can also follow along with what Juliana's doing. It's at Juliana Salazar because she's the shit. And I forgot to ask her. Sorry. And if you want to check out what wines I'm super into or see our latest gift boxing magic that we're sending out, well, you can go to helenswines.com. As per usual, this is Dear Media Production, and thank you. Bye.